VeggieRx is a program that seeks to curb food insecurity and give people the nutritional and educational resources to implement a healthy lifestyle change. A recent study of 399 participants across Oregon gives data to its effectiveness. It's Tuesday, June 1st, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Josh Anderson. I had the chance to learn more about the VeggieRx program and hear about the results of the study that show VeggieRx's impact on physical health. Ecole and Tajwar, welcome to OHSU Week. Let's get started with introductions. Ecole, why don't we start with you? Sure, my name is Ecole Copen, and I've been at OHSU for about 14, 15 years, and I am the sustainability coordinator for the food and nutrition department. So I've been running a farmer's market there for a long time and working on changing the food system within the hospital setting. And I'm a dietitian. Hi, my name is Tajwa Tahir. I just graduated from OHSU School of Medicine, and I'll be starting my family medicine residency at Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson in Somerset in New Jersey. So Cole, can you explain um, what is the fruit and vegetable prescription program? Well, there are many different iterations of this across the country, actually. There are many in Oregon, and they primarily offer prescriptions of fruits and vegetables to patients in need, whether that's patients with chronic disease that would benefit from increased fruit and vegetable intake or um, food insecure patients. And usually they are clinics partnered with a variety of market type of locations, whether that's farmer's markets or grocery stores or CSAs. The, they usually have a voucher that a patient will get as part of the prescription and they can take that voucher to the redeeming location. What's a CSA? Sorry, a CSA is Community Supported Agriculture. So it's basically a model where the um, money goes up front to a farmer and they get uh, the ability to plant, you know, buy seeds and all the equipment at the beginning of the year. And then they produce a certain amount of produce for their clients. And it's usually like a, like a few hundred boxes per season. And the clients get 21 boxes of produce throughout the season. So when you, it's like a prescription card for getting fruits and vegetables then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some are just CSA um, shares that patients get and they go to the farm directly and pick up their box. So there are a variety of models out there. It's a great model of farming. How did you get involved with the fruit and vegetable prescription program? Well, I've been running the farmer's market, the OHSU farmer's market for the last 14 years and I've done a lot of programming with other farmer's market managers across the state. Um, and over time, a bunch of the farmer's market managers, we started looking at different ways to offer fruits and vegetables to clients, people. And these programs just naturally started popping up as a solution throughout the country. And more and more people and programs, nonprofits around Oregon started programs and and started having an interest in programs and we noticed that a lot of them were connected to farmers markets and so a lot of the market managers started having conversations about um oh your program's doing this oh well ours is doing this and then we started getting together and talking about it and then it became a like a working group 
under um, something that was formed called the Oregon Community Food Systems Network, which is a, a now a nonprofit that houses a bunch of food uh, related organizations. And we all now are a subgroup working under that. So we have converse, ongoing conversations about what our various programs look like. And that's been an evolution in itself. We started back in 2014. And every year we get together and have a little conference and talk about how can we move this project forward on the larger scale? So every year it evolves. A few years ago, we got Tajwar involved to help monitor some of our progress and evaluation. The evaluation included five different programs and they were OSU Extension in Corvallis area, Adelante Mujeres in Forest Grove, High Desert Food and Farm Alliance in Bend, Marion Polk Food Share in Salem area, and the Food for Lane County in Eugene, all VeggieRx programs across the state. Yeah, Tajwar, how, how did you get involved? Yeah, so I had a, a mentor in my first year of medical school, Dr. Diane Stadler, who uh, did a lot of lectures on food and nutrition. And that was something that was I was really interested in before even coming to medical school. I'm really interested in linking how food and nutrition relate to overall health and practicing some preventative medicine. And so Dr. Stadler actually put me in touch with E. Cole and was saying, you know, maybe she's doing something cool uh, and maybe you should go check it out um, if you're interested in doing some research with her. And that's how I got linked up with E. Cole and the rest is history. So Tajwar, can you talk about the Medical Scholarly Project and how does it relate to the VEGRX program? So the Scholarly Projects is a part of the curriculum of OHSU School of Medicine where they ask us to investigate some research question in an area that's of interest to us. And it doesn't have to necessarily be like bench research. We're not just culturing, you know, microbes underneath the microscope. People have done really amazing things in like law and business and policy. So there is a broad range of projects that people can do. And so I became interested um, in the VeggieRx program. And my job was basically to help develop the survey that we've ministered to our participants that we then disseminated to the five partner organizations that we worked with. And then after we had collected the data, uh, it was my job to kind of crunch the numbers and find out whether there were patterns or trends in how people answered these survey questions before they got VeggieRx and after they got VeggieRx. And then I took that data and kind of synthesized it into a report that's available on the Oregon Community Food Systems Network website that kind of highlights the major themes and the major findings and also recommendations about where we'd like the research to go next and potentially how this data could be used to shape our healthcare system. Can you share some of those findings with us? Yeah, so much like a lot of previous VeggieRx work that's been done across the country, we found that our VeggieRx program was also associated with statistically significant findings um, showing that VeggieRx was associated with statistically significant decreases in food insecurity for the majority of our participants. We also found that people were reporting their health as improving, where the number of people saying that they had excellent, uh, very good or good health increased, uh, whereas the people rating their health as poor or fair decreased. We were also interested in looking at how VeggieRx was associated with healthcare overutilization, and we chose to look at the number of emergency department visits, which place a really great financial stress on both participants and also the healthcare system at large. 
And we didn't find that that decreased for VeggieRx, but we did see the numbers going in the right direction. So we wonder maybe we just didn't have a big enough number of people in the program to kind of see the statistical significance that we wanted to see. The other big aspect of healthcare utilization is the number of medications that people are on. It's what we call polypharmacy. And we saw that uh, the number of people using more than 10 prescriptions decreased after VeggieRx started which is really great because a lot of people were saying before that, you know, they just weren't able to afford the right number of medications and VeggieRx allowed them to do that. And then also a lot of people were feeling so much healthier. Some people were subjectively reporting in better blood pressure control, better diabetes control, and that allowed them to also reduce the number of prescriptions they were on and also for save a lot of money. Those are amazing results. And to have all that tangible data, you must have been excited to, to get those results. Yeah, it was really it was really validating at the end of four years of developing the survey and collecting the data to see that there was um, such a great impact on the lives of real people out there in the community. Nicole, are there any programs like this happening at OHSU? Currently, there is one program called CSA Partnership for Health, which is housed out of Zanger Farm. And they are connected with the Richmond Clinic and have been actually for a number of years. And they've been working with um, some of their patients over there, the community health care worker um, and the social determinants of health coordinator are both uh, helping them coordinate the clinical side of things. So yeah, there is some connection to OHSU. There were um, some other programs that were pilot programs and they have since dissolved, but there's certainly lots of opportunity for other programs to be developed. How are programs like this funded? Great question. That is like the big, that is the big question in this whole field. Um, it's a work in progress. I think that part of the reason we wanted Tajwar to work on an, a statewide evaluation is because we're looking to get much bigger funding, whether that's through bigger grants or to show enough of an impact that it makes sense for places like coordinated care organizations to internally fund or ask insurance to start funding prescriptions for fruits and vegetables. You know, if this is enough of a preventative care model that creates a big enough impact on people's health, then why wouldn't we be funding, you know, from through ins normal insurance? So there is a flex diagnostic code that can currently be used for things like air conditioners for folks that have, you know, high blood pressure or hypertension or something like that. Why couldn't a flex code like that be used for something like prescriptions for fruits and vegetables? And really, if that was connected with local farmers, you know, if they were connected with farmers markets predominantly, then it's a win, win, win. It's a win for the patients. It's a win for the local farmers. And it's a win for doctors because and healthcare systems because they feel like they actually have a solution that might be really helpful and affordable. You know, and when you do the cost comparison between fruits and vegetables and prescription medications and, and actual ED visits, there's quite a difference. So it makes a lot of sense. So ultimately it would be through insurance companies. But right now, clinics can self-fund. There are plenty of clinics that, you know, if you just if they just had five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars to put towards this. You know, they say a dollar a day per person, and usually the programs run somewhere between three and six months. So, you know, it could be $30 a month for per person. For family four, that's $120 per family per month, which isn't exorbitant. Lots of options. 
Nicole, I hear there are some awards given out recently about this program. Can you talk about that? I would be delighted to. Um, it was such a pleasure to work with Tajwar for the last few years. I felt so grateful for the amount of energy and effort he put into these projects. He put him, his full self and and it showed. Um, he won two different awards. And Tajwar, would you like to talk about those two awards? Sure. Our scholarly projects from our school has a capstone presentation at the end of our four years. And the various categories. So in the law business policy category, I was awarded the, the top prize for my project. Uh, and I should say it's our project because it really has been a labor of love that Ecole has been supporting me along on as, as well as everyone else in the entire Oregon Community Food Systems Network. Uh, a lot of really great mentors and a lot of trust too and what I was doing with putting together this data that everyone out in the community is working so hard to collect and make an influence in people's lives. So that was the first uh, award. And it was really, it was really humbling and, and really flattering to hear like some of like our, the doctors and professors of OHSU being so excited for it too and saying, you know, this is a really cool thing that's happening out in the community. And um, it's so cool that you were able to kind of f facilitating this, this project and giving it kind of like this heavy, like research, like tangibility that is like so important to like insurance companies and the state legislature. And then the second award was awarded to me at the Oregon Academy of Family Physicians annual conference, where again, I was in a competition with a lot of really great research projects that are happening around the state from medical students and residents. And again, I was very humbled and surprised, very surprised um, that I was awarded the top prize again. But again, I think that speaks to how powerful of an intervention this is that it really it really connects with a lot of the family physicians out there who can see the the gaps in our healthcare system and the need to fill this really important social determinant of health. Well said. And congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations, Tajwar. It's amazing. I'm happy for you. You deserved it. Oh, thank you. And does the project. And you really deserved it. Yes. I, all of us do, really. It's been really cool collaborating with everyone over the past four years. Well, it's great to get such feedback and, and celebration for mm -hmm. all that hard work. Where would you like to see this program grow in the future? I think realistically, looking just at the state of Oregon, I would love to see all of the programs kind of unite and work and kind of extend to more community programs around the state of Oregon and try to find a model that really works. You know, there are some programs that are offering group cooking classes where families and participants could attend. Um, some programs were linked to farmers markets or food shares. So I think trying to find one way to do it that really works well is going to be what's going to help us get this push through Congress um, at the state level and hopefully, you know, at the federal level. I think this is a real game changer for how we approach health and healthcare. And I would love to see, you know, VeggieRx become a staple of how I one day, you know, approach medicine and how doctors are across the country approach medicine. And now they have the data to back it up because you've done the research on it. That's right. We've got the ball rolling. And yeah, I hope to see yeah. more of this happening. And we have actually another follow-up evaluation happening for 2021. And there is an OHSU resident that is taking that on. Her name is Emily Dollar. And so hopefully we will have some interesting conclusions at the end of the 2021 season. We'll have to have you back and do it all over again. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Nicole and Tajwar, thank you so much for joining me today on OHSU Week. And Tajwar, best of luck in your future endeavors. Thank you for having us, Josh. Thank you so much, Josh. It's been great to be here. 
OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by me. I'm Josh Anderson. Thanks for listening.